Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. To another episode of Purposeful Parenting. As the new year approaches, we begin to think about starting a new chapter in our lives. In fact, what we usually do is evaluate what we've accomplished the previous year, and we start to set new goals. And we begin to think about the lessons we learned and what we might want to do in the future and the new year. Well, today, I want to cover some major ideas that can be used for you and that you can model and teach your children. These things are not new by any stretch of the imagination, but they are things that we can brush off and sometimes even take these things for granted. And more often than not, we may just ignore them and just let life happen and say, oh, well, that's what was supposed to happen. Well, these are things that you might want to think about and take inventory of these things, and just see how you measure up, and how you might help to instill some of these things in your child. Last but not least, I want to share an inspirational story with you that can reinforce some of these ideas. And as I read this story to you, you'll probably pick up on some life's principles that I probably didn't even mention here. Now, first of all, I think it's important for you children to know that life does happen. And when I say that, I mean that there's going to be positive and negative things in their lives. And that you can't keep all the negatives away from your child. You can't be what we call a helicopter uh, parent. You have to teach your children that they will come up against some problems, some challenges, and you teach them how to deal with those things. Yes, there are going to have to be times when you have to navigate for them, but gradually and age appropriately, you teach them how to work through their various challenges. And they will be seeing you as you work through your challenges. Do you just throw your hands up or do you approach it methodically? And more importantly, do you seek God's guidance? And once again, your children will be watching. You see, your child could find him or herself in courses that they don't like or teachers that they think are mean or unfair. And there may be times when your child thinks he should have deserved something and didn't get it. Well, parents, you and I know that they are going to learn how to deal with these things 
because of you and by watching you. And once again, don't be a helicopter parent and do absolutely everything for your child throughout his or her time with you. Teach them how to navigate. Teach them the skills that they need for life. Also, once again, your child will think that life isn't fair. And you know what? Sometimes it just isn't. Teach your child not to think that the grass is greener on the other side because they cannot see what all is going on in someone else's life. And even if they could, they should not seek to be like someone else. Teach them that he is unique and a God-given person and talented based on what God has given him or her. Teach your child gratitude. And the more gratitude they have, more often than not, they will not look into someone else's yard and want what they have. Teach them to appreciate what he or she has. And also teach them that all good things come from God. Teach them about God's goodness. We are all created in God's image and we are all unique. Excuse me. And we have different needs. We have different gifts and we are going to encounter things differently. And not only that, even if we encountered the exact same problems, because we are unique, because God has given each one of us different gifts and strengths, we will approach the same thing differently. So teach your child that it's okay to be unique. It's okay to struggle. Also, parents, there's an issue of protection. You and I both know that parents are responsible for protecting children, their children, and guiding them and teaching them things to look for. Teach them how to, how to recognize danger and what to do in order to protect themselves. Parents, you need to seek protection from God by understanding God's word and let your children see you doing this, and they will do the same. Teach your children that struggles in life will happen and that it's okay. I once had a pastor say, it's not what happens to you. It's how you deal with what happens to you. So how do your children see you dealing with life's struggles? Let them see you going about it methodically. Let them see you following God's principles. And remember that trials and tribulations will happen. Now, I want to share this inspirational story. This story is called The Seed. The Seed in the Mud. This is a story by Paul Birchtoll. And it's used by the author's permission. And this story can be found at thankyoustars.com. Again, this is The Seed in the Mud, a story by Paul Birchtoll.
used by his permission. And this story can be found in thankyoustars.com. Once upon a time, there was a seed buried in the mud. It was in dark blackness. It was cold and wet. It shivered. It was just plain no fun. It was icky. It was dirty. It was muddy. It was mucky. It was stuck in the mud. How it got there is a little three-sentence story. One nice breezy fall day, it had fallen on the ground. Then it rained a little, and a deer came along and stepped on it and pushed it deep in the mud. Life just wasn't fair. It was all alone. If only it had fallen like the other seeds in the grass or on the log over there, or at least not been stepped on. But what the little seed did not see was the mouse ate the seeds in the grass and the bird that ate the seeds on the log and the chipmunk that gathered the seeds on the ground to store and eat all winter long. It couldn't see this because it was stuck in the mud. It didn't know how lucky it was. Now, besides being squished tight in the mud, it was also locked in its shell. It tried to get out of its terrible predicament, but the fall days got shorter and shorter. It got colder and colder, too. It had no strength to get out of its shell. The mud was frozen solid. The deep snow covered it. It went through a terribly cold and dark winter. Finally, after what seemed forever, slowly the days grew a little longer, a little warmer. The seed had work to do. It began to grow. The water in the mud had softened its shell. Still, how hard it was to get out of its shell. It had to exert, exert energy like never before. It struggled and struggled. Finally, it broke free. Then it used more energy to not go up, but down, struggling to send a tiny little root through that compacted mud, that terribly icky place. It needed something to tightly hold on to because now it had to struggle yet again with great effort to send a tiny little shoot to the light above through all that icky mud. Finally, it was free. It reached the warm sunlight. You would think its troubles were over. Not so fast. In a whole year, it grew only a few inches, while the other plants grew by leaps and bounds, as if to mock the little seed. Every fall, it lost its leaves. In winter, it barely survived, covered with snow. And as it got a little taller, it had to go through windstorms and blizzards. 
But one thing was peculiar. Even while it slowly grew up to the sunny blue sky, it never forgot its roots. It had the wisdom to keep growing its roots deeper and deeper in the mud. In fact, it used every windstorm, every blizzard, every shaking, every vibration to wiggle its roots deeper and deeper into the black, icky mud. It knew the importance of a solid foundation because it always remembered where it came from, how it had been protected and helped by the mud. The years rolled on, and the seasons too. Each summer, it so slowly but surely grew. Each winter, it became a little tougher and stronger. It had little joys and little sorrows throughout its life, like all of us do. Then came the fiercest of all storms. The wind blew so violently this way and that. Trees all around were dashed to the ground, broken, uprooted, a jangled mess. After the devastation, the sun shone once again. To be sure, it didn't look so pretty. Some leaves were missing, in fact, quite a few but that would soon be remedied. Because it hadn't forgotten its roots as a seed in the mud, it stood there in all of its glory. It had become the mighty oak tree. That's the story, The Seed in the Mud, by Paul Birchtold, once again used by his permission. And this story is found at thankyoustars.com. Parents, help your child to become like that strong, mighty oak. In order to do that, you need to protect them, of course, because that's your responsibility. And this means remembering to follow God's laws and to teach them to your children. Teach them that trials and tribulations are going to happen. Life is going to have its ups and downs, and they should never, ever give up. Storms will happen, but they need to hold on just as you need to hold on. And you need them to see how you are holding on as you are going through your struggles in life. Remember, God did not promise us that He wouldn't give us or wouldn't, that we wouldn't have storms. He never promised us that we would not have trials and tribulations. They are going to come. But he did promise to be with us and to see us through them. The oak tree symbolizes strength and endurance your child can become just like a strong, mighty oak. But you must remember and you must parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, 
please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.